Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Happy Monday. This is the Bible Reading Plan podcast, and I am your host, Brendan McClenahan. Welcome. Um, today, I am so happy to welcome onto the podcast, Mr. Ashton Turson. And um, Ashton, do you want to just introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, sure. I can do that. Um, I'm Ashton Torson. Uh, my wife is Jenny Torson, and we have two. Tw- or we have a set of twins. Mm-hmm. They're a year and a half old, Josie and Tristan. I'm sure uh, people who have been to, to VP in person the last couple of months, especially while we were outside, uh, they probably could recognize our kids as they're. <laughs> Getting to that age where they are just they just want to go go go. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I remember seeing you guys at um, one of our outdoor worship gatherings, and you guys brought like a little baby gate. With yeah. You. So yeah, because I think it was the week prior, we just couldn't keep them. We couldn't <laughs> keep them under control. So I, me and Jenny talked about it, and uh, I was like, you know what? If we just bring our our like our baby fence. And we can just maybe that way they can still kind of walk around and do their own thing. And yet they're not going from family to family while you and Matt are trying to preach and kind uh-huh. of creating a distraction. So uh-huh. we gave that a try. And I, th- I think it worked pretty well. This uh, baby fence is like, what, 18 inches tall? Yeah. It's very colorful. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I think it worked great. And we brought some toys for them. And, yeah. uh, you know, no, it was good because, I mean, yeah, it was, it, it, I think it, worked, it went really well. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, that's, uh, that's fun. Twins, twins are fun. I, I don't have twins, but I have, I am a twin. And um, I think that'll be, that'll be a unique thing being a, a father of twins, seeing them grow up. Oh, yeah. No, I, you know, people like to joke that, oh, man, you have one going one way and then one going the other way. And then, man, that must be, that must be uh, fun. And I was like, well, you know, it was, fun to joke about that like a year ago but now that we're living it in the present it's like oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> it could just be chaos sometimes yeah. in public now well way to go man um it's a it's a good job description being a being a dad so well done um anything else people need to know about you where you work or you live in holland uh yeah i know we live on the north side of holland uh, me and my wife we've been going to vp for probably eight years now Mm-hmm. Uh, I got baptized by you and Matt. I'd say, yep. I think it was actually three years ago this month. Yeah, I remember that. That's sweet. And that, that was, yeah, that was a really cool experience. And uh, let's see, I work at uh, Acme Palette. I am the production manager there. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that ever since I got out of college. Yeah, I went to Central Michigan University, fire up chips. <laughs> and uh, awesome. Yeah. That's that's kind of it in a nutshell. And you can add to your list, your repertoire, um, being a guest on this podcast. Yeah. There you go. It's a huge honor in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, today we're going to read uh, Ezekiel 34 verses uh, 11 through 16. 
and then we jump to 20 through 24. And what we'll do, Ashton, is um, if you would be so kind to read this, um, after you read it, we'll just ask what one thing is grabbing you out of this passage, and we'll talk about it. That sound good? Sounds good, man. I'll, I'll jump right in. Okay, thank you. All right. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel, in the ravines and all of the settlements in the land. I will tend them in a good pasture and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. <clears throat> there they will lie down in the grazing land and there, will, and there they will feed in a rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. Jump down to verse 20. Yep. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says to them. See, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you shoved with flank and shoulder, butting all the weak sheep with your horns until you have driven them away. I will save my flock and they will no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I can hear you. Oh, sorry. Was I muted the whole time? <laughs> yeah, as soon, well, as soon as I stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Talking, I was like, oh, your lips are moving, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, there's lots of images in here, lots to grab onto. What oh, yeah. I am curious about, Ashton, is if there's anything in here that's grabbing your attention. Um, I, I'm curious about what interests you about this passage. I'm curious about what things bother you or you have questions about. Um, curious if there's anything in this passage that reminds you of something else in scripture or something else in your own life. Um, just anything that is grabbing your attention right now about this passage. Well, one thing that stuck out to me was verse 16. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. But, and this is what really kind of got my attention. But the sleek and the strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to paint an image in my head. Like, so what is, what's he exactly mean when he's saying like, but the sleek, the sleek and the strong I will destroy. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm thinking, and I don't know if this is right, but I guess in my mind, based on this passage, it's like, the sleek and the strong. Well, are they sleek and strong because they did this all on their own? And they're trying to live without God. So on planet earth, they built up all these like earthly things and they did it 
they did it without God. Hmm. And, and that's kind of, that's kind of how I'm picking it up. Mm-hmm. How I'm interpreting that a little bit. And I don't know what you think about that. Yeah. I, I don't know what to think about that. Cause it goes a couple of different ways for me. <laughs> um, because, <laughs> well, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to look at. I'm like, how, what's he exactly mean by that? Cause it's yeah. like the sleek and the strong I will destroy. Well, what, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First of all, the word destroy is just disconcerting. Um, <laughs> my translation says, but the fat in the strong, I will destroy. It's like the opposite of sleek. Yeah. That's strange. So um, there's that. Um, I immediately, my mind goes to, um, you know, you know, Darwinian, uh, Darwinian like uh, com- competition of, mm-hmm. you know, the ones who've been butting the other ones around, the ones who've been like fighting for their own grass and been, you know, feeding themselves and uh, maybe even injuring the other sheep. Like those ones I'm going to get rid of. You know, mm-hmm. um, the other thing is, I mean, this is where my mind, this could be totally wrong. So take this with a grain of salt, but the fat and the strong, I will destroy. Um, I mean, that's, uh, Jesus is a, a, a sacrificed lamb, you know, and you raise mm-hmm. lambs to be slaughtered and, um, they're slaughtered for sacrifice to please God. And they're also slaughtered for food. Um, so, I wonder if, I mean, my brain could also go to, well, all these sheep are going to have their time and I'm going to make sure that, that I tend to the weak and injured ones because they need to grow up too. Um, uh, because all of their time is coming They're where they're going to be slaughtered. And so I, my mind could go both ways. My sense is that this is more the first way of what you said, where there's some of them that are, um, highly competitive who are seeking their own gain who maybe butt the other ones around who you know tried to live without god or you know tried to become strong on their own and mm-hmm. the shepherd's like i'm gonna get a room rid of them out of my flock um, yeah it's like they're 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 living they're living for themselves yeah yep and and uh you know god can see that yeah and yeah. uh you know obviously (laughs) he's going to destroy him. That's what he's saying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Here verse 21 says, because you pushed with flank and shoulder and butted at all the weak animals with all, with your horns until you scattered them far and wide. So that, that confirms kind of what our hunch is, is um, there are some of the sheep that have been um, pushing the other ones around that have scattered Mm -hmm. the other sheep. And God's going to get rid of those. The good shepherd is going to get rid of those sheep so he can gather the flock back together. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have gained, you have made, you may have gotten fat and strong by muscling all, all these sheep around, but at the end of the day, it's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good insight, Ashton. I, re- I really appreciate that. And um, if you feel, you know, strong, and uh, lean or sleek or fat, whatever transition you want to say. Um, if you feel that way, this is really bad news. You know, in the midst of all this beautiful uh, prophecy, you've got a really harsh word in the middle of it. But if you are injured and weak, man, it's such good news. The people that, that have been pushing me around, the, my oppressors, my, you know, persecutors, God's going to deal with them so that I can feel safe that's really good news, right? 
Oh yeah, I know. That's 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 awesome. So, I think uh, depending on where you where you sit, this passage can hit you different ways. And I'm sure for a lot of us, it hits us in both ways. Some of us, it, there's a part of everyone I think that feels like they've been persecuted or that feels like they're injured and weak. I think there's also part of everyone that feels strong and willful and selfish too. You know, what I really like about this passage is um, I myself will search my sheep and I will seek them out. And then all this language in here, um, God will feed them. God will protect them. Um, it reminds me of Luke 12, where Jesus says, um, you know, uh, let, let me uh, see if I can pull it up here. Um, it will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, have them recline at the table and come and wait on them. Which when I first read that passage from Luke, I was like, that has to be wrong. There's no way that Jesus would say that when he comes and he returns, that we get to sit and recline while he serves us, you know, mm. but that's, that's what Jesus promises. And that's the image of a shepherd that he's a servant leader. He's, he's the God who serves and loves and takes care and does it himself. You know, he's not above searching for his own sheep and finding them out and feeding them and healing them. And he gets his hands dirty. And he, you know, just like Jesus at the, um, the last supper, he takes his, he takes his outer robe off and he, he wraps it around his waist like a servant and he washes his disciples feet, which is just uh, mind boggling. So um, that's the kind of God I see in this passage, like a God who's willing to take off his robe, bind up um, injured sheep, strengthen weakened sheep, um, you know, feed them, lead them, and uh, take care of them. And I, I, uh, that's backwards from my assumed characterization of who God would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like another way, I guess, we could think about it too is that, like, you talk about like weak and injured sheep, you know, it almost you could say too, like, everybody's got their own weakness, everybody's got their, their own set of problems but at the end of the day god's gonna heal us god's gonna take care of us yeah yeah it's good news so as you are moving throughout your day um, take just a second to uh self-examine and find where you feel injured and weak today and then where you might feel sleek and strong today and um do some self-examination to wonder what where do I need healing? You know, like where, where does Jesus need to, to lead me and heal me and feed me today? Um, we don't want to be like the uh, sleek and strong, perfect or seemingly perfect sheep who have it all together. We want to be aware of the ways that Jesus is tending to us and feeding us and helping us. Um, and I think that helps us be more leaders that are more like Jesus too, to help other people and not just be button them around. So I know I can tend to be that way um, in my relationships. I can tend to butt people around sometimes. I think we all can, you know. Yeah, I think everybody's guilty of that. I, I know <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm guilty of that. <laughs> so today it's a good, good reminder to um, let that part of us be destroyed and 
to, um, to be bound up and strengthened by a good shepherd. With that, Ashton, thanks for joining for today's podcast. And thank you all listeners. I'm looking forward to the rest of this week. So make sure to join in tomorrow and we'll pick up with our next scripture passage, which is Psalm 100. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.